members of Ramsey Solutions, it's the Ramsey Show, where debt is dumb, cash is king, and the paid-off home mortgage has taken the place of the BMW as the status symbol of choice. We help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. We're so glad you're here, America. Thank you for joining us. Christina Ellis, number one best-selling author and Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. You jump in. We'll talk about your life and your money. The phone number, 888-825-5225. Frank is in Tallahassee, Florida, to start off this hour. Hi, Frank. How are you? Hey, Dave. Hey, Christina. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. What's up? How are you guys doing? Good. I got a quick question. Uh, me and my wife are on Baby Step 3. Uh, we make a combined total of, of a little over 58 a year. Uh, we're debt-free besides our mortgage, with six, uh, two, two, 216K. Um, that you said baby step three. Oh, three, you're working on your emergency fund. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, sir. We do have an emergency fund. So well. you're on baby step four. Uh, we have, yes, sir, I believe. I'm sorry. I'm That's okay. Up, um, no trouble. So I'm just trying to make sure I know where you are. Um, it's all good. Yes, sir. Um, to we have a, I have a personal injury settlement that's coming in, um, a little over a hundred k, and I'm trying to find the best way to where to place this money at so I don't mess it up. Now, me and my wife, we don't have a four hundred one k or IRA. Uh, IRA, we're a little bit uh, starting behind with that. Our our jobs don't offer that. Uh, so we know I've been doing some research and listening to you guys talk about IRA accounts and things like that. So we know we want to put some in there, but we can only put a certain amount in that account. But we're just trying to figure out what's the best way to do with, with the rest of the money work, put it on the house or, or we'll go from there. So do you, how much do you have left on your house right now? You said uh, 216. 216. All right, so y'all are in baby steps four through six, which baby step four is saving 15% for retirement. So I love that you're looking into an IRA um, and starting to figure out what you want to do with retirement savings because that's the first place we want you to stop. Do y'all have kids? Uh, we we have three. Uh, two of them are about to be seniors this year. Um, one of them has... Well, one of them has no ambition of doing the college thing. They want to get a trade. It's like plumbing or carpentry work. They're having one of them having a hard time in school, and the other one is my uh, special needs daughter, uh, and so she is thinking about just doing daycare. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, baby step five is saving for your kids' college. You all have three kids. I'll be curious to get Dave's take on um, how much should go towards that, and then baby step six is paying off your house. So. Um, 100k is a good amount. Dave, what do you think in terms of the split? Now, are you uh, are you healed from the injury? No, sir. Um I well, I did 20 years of construction. Um now I I, I work two jobs. I had two jobs. Now I basically have one now. Um so I'm I'm able to work, but it's the the I'm limited to the kind of work I can do. Okay. Or do you have future surgeries on this injury None. or any ongoing medical bills? No, sir. Okay, so we don't need to allocate any of this money to the injury itself. Uh, no, sir. Okay. All right. And how much do y'all have in your emergency fund right now? A little over seventeen k. Good for you. Awesome. Well, you've done a really good job to this point, and you're doing a really good job because a lot of people that get a settlement check like this feel like they hit the lottery. 
and you you instead are of being all emotional and woohoo and throwing confetti up you're like okay this feels like a responsibility as much as a blessing and you're you're approaching it with a lot of maturity way to go good stuff thank you sir so um yeah i i'm i'm with christine i i would do a couple of roth iras and set that up to where you've got automatically that uh, $1,000 a month or so coming out. Probably doesn't have to be quite that much in the future uh, out of your budget. You want to put 15% of your 60K aside, so that's not going to be quite that much. But, um, you know, let's make sure we're doing Roths automatically drafted and out of your budget going forward. Kids college, let's just say, okay, what do we need for kids college? Let's just look at it, okay? Special needs daughters going into daycare. We don't have to worry about any funding of that, it sounds like probably do need to pay for some tech school for the boy that's going to be a plumber or some kind of technical training if he would go get some community uh, or some tech school uh you know type certifications it'll probably advance his career in that in the plumbing field wouldn't it yes sir i think what that from what they're telling me because he's a junior in, in high school now that they can he can go to a trade school his senior year and they'll start trading him for uh training him for outside work outside in the fields yeah i would just look into post high school education for his field and say what's that going to cost and let's set aside some money for that because i'm a firm believer that whether you go to college or whether you go into the trades doesn't matter to me but you need to get smarter than just high school Uh, everyone needs to do something after high school train for something okay um because the data is there that you know uh, uh, if you go to two-year uh three-year diesel mechanic school you make six figures okay in the trade so or you want to be a welder and you go to trade school that's fine but let's put that into the budget here into this and say okay we need ten thousand bucks for this kid to do this so we're going to set that aside we're going to set aside twelve thousand for two roth iras we're going to set aside and then i'm going to look at the the third one and go okay we're going to plan for that one maybe to go to college and so what are we going to budget for that and we're going to set some money aside for that and then the rest of this i'm putting towards the house Yes, sir. I'm probably also going to budget about ten grand just to go do something fun. Gotcha. Sounds like you guys um, have been through hell. You could use a little fun. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, definitely that. Um, and just so happens, uh, you know, I've been following your your, uh, your your baby steps, and and thank you for changing my life, my wife's life. Uh, and we just had a, a scare with the roof, so we're going to have to get the, our roof replaced as well. But I know I have the emergency fund for that. Um, well, you you don't even have I to use it. You, I can use some of that hundred and not touch it for that if you want. Because gotcha. you're going to turn and put the emergency fund back out of the hundred if you use it. So you might as well. Uh, but what I'm going to do with the hundred is I'm going to treat it like a monthly budget. I know that sounds weird, but I'm going to say, okay, here's a hundred. Now I need to give every one of those dollars an assignment, and we were just doing that here. Okay, ten for fun, ten for plumbing, uh, you know, twelve for two Roth IRAs. We're going to get the Roth set up. See how, what I'm doing? I'm starting to spend this money in a sense on paper, like I'm doing a budget. Yes. Sir. And so go ahead and write that, write it out with your wife, and say, okay, we're going and we're going to fix the roof, and that's going to be six, and we're going to, you know, this car needs to be upgraded, and that's going to be ten or eleven or two or whatever it is, or not, and then we're the rest of it we're going to throw at the house, um, uh, and but but if you'll go ahead and and based on the baby steps and based on your household goals, give all of these dollars an assignment before the check gets there. It's a lot easier. Once it gets there, because what happens when you do that is you realize it's not that much money. When you hear 100000 bucks, 
man, I remember, remember the first time I thought somebody was going to send me 100000 bucks. I about went crazy. I thought, that's so much money! And then once you get it, it's not. It just it, it just goes. I mean, it's just not. It, it sounds like it's a lot. And it is. It's more than I used to, you know. But, but, but yeah, it, it's... You need, it calms you down to give every one of these dollars an assignment before the check gets there. Don't wail the check gets there to do it. You'll make mistakes. This is The Ramsey Show. certain world, being a good steward of your money is more important than ever. While some circumstances can't be controlled, there are items within your budget you can take charge of, such as your health care costs. For nearly 40 years, Christian Healthcare Ministries, or CHM, has provided a budget-friendly means of sharing for medical bills when our members need it. Learn more by visiting chministries.org slash budget. That's chministries.org slash budget. Christian Healthcare Ministries is a Ramsey-trusted provider. Christina Ellis, Ramsey personality, number one best-selling author, is my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Have you noticed that the stock market is down? Well, if you looked at it, you noticed. And some people are more than just noticing. They're like stressed out, freaked out, going, oh my gosh, I'm in freak out mode. A uh, little drama queen action going, right? Yeah, well... You need somebody in your corner when this stuff's going on that can talk you off the ledge, so to speak. You need someone to walk with you, talk with you, teach you, and that way you don't jump into the market and out of the market at exactly the wrong times, which is what your emotion will cause you to do. The data shows that the people who work with an investing with an investing professional actually end up making more money, mainly because they stay invested. You know, If the investing professional doesn't do anything except keep you from cashing in at exactly the wrong times, they will make you more money than they cost if that's all they do. And, of course, they do a lot more than that. They teach you about it. You make different decisions on taxes, all kinds of things. We recommend you work with what we call a Smart Vester Pro. Smart Vester Pros are people that they're investing professionals that we have vetted that will work with you one-on-one with the heart of a teacher. Go to RamseySolutions.com slash Smart Vester. You can find a list of these people that we endorse, that we recommend the Ramsey Solutions way. SmartVestor pros are everywhere. RamseySolutions.com slash SmartVestor. Our question of the day comes from Blinds.com. Find out for yourself why Blinds.com is the number one online retailer of custom window coverings. Free samples, free shipping, and with the new promos they run every month, you'll save even more. Use the promo code Ramsey to get the best deal. Today's question comes from Noah in Arizona. I'm about to graduate from high school. I have no credit card, and I was wondering how I can prove that I can pay my bills on time to an apartment owner to get a lease if I haven't started any major bills yet. The only bills I pay so far is car insurance. Do you have any guidance? 
Well, hey, no, good on you for thinking about that now. You sound like one of our foundation students who are getting that stuff in order early on, which is awesome. Um, one of the biggest things they're going to, going to want to see is your income. So I would really focus on that early on. You know, they're going to want to see a steady income history, which I know that can be hard straight out of high school. If you start working early on, maybe live somewhere with your parents for a bit and have that income history, that's great. But also look into options like having roommates. I mean, you may not qualify for an apartment straight away if you don't have that steady job and proof that you can pay. Um, But you could always get a roommate who's got a lease and you can sign on and get a room with them. So Noah, what's interesting is, is this is one of the most pervasive myths out there. It's an absolute lie. You have to have a credit score to rent an apartment. You just don't. It's a lie. You know how we know? We took one of our Ramsey personalities, got them on the phone, put it on YouTube, and they called 27 apartment complexes and said, hey, I'm moving to Nashville for my first job. I don't have anything except a job. I have never borrowed any money. I don't have any credit score. Is that okay? Can I rent an apartment there? And they're like, yeah, sure. Do I have to do anything special? Some of them said you need to put up a little larger deposit. Um, some of them said we need to see your W-2. We need to see a, you know, we need to see a pay stub from the new job uh well i haven't ever borrowed any money i don't have a credit score no problem no problem out of 27 three of them had a problem three it's good odds and these were like regular apartment complexes corporate management corporate ownership all this stuff so this idea that you have to have a credit score to rent an apartment is absolute bullcrap now uh, some yeah that's true it is harder to rent a car with a debit card than it is to rent an apartment with no credit score much harder much harder so this is just one of those things that people these this mythology that people tell we, we used to call it in the legal world they call it street law everybody thinks they know what the law is because they heard something one time on matlock you know <laughs> and they don't know anything about the law but the, everybody then starts to believe this myth this lie and it's spread around you know here's the thing Noah, call 20 apartment complexes and prove me wrong. You're going to find three of them won't let you in, and 17 of them will. Some of them want a higher deposit. They all want what Christina said. They want proof of income. They just want to know you can pay the bill. If apartment complexes never rented to young people doing their first job, they'd have no customers. Old people that have been on the job 25 years are not in apartment complexes, people, most of the time. They're not the primary customer anyway. Okay? So I just I kind of believed it. And then Anthony O'Neill, that used to be one of our personalities, sat down, dialed the phone, and the YouTube of him dialing that phone, nope, 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 nope. It's humorous. It's so ridiculous. and it, Because it's one of these things that's just widely believed to be true that is an absolute lie. That's humorous to me. That, that, that It's the emperor has no clothes thing. We all believe that it's this way, and we're afraid to say out loud that it's not until you prove them with actual data. And so, just just amazing. So, let that myth be busted. There we go. Pop that puppy. All right. Brittany's with us. Brittany's in Cincinnati. How are you, Brittany? I am better than I deserve, Dave. Good. How can we help? I am calling to ask if we should pull from the emergency fund to help pay off our house. Is it an emergency? No. Well, why is it um, called an emergency fund, then? Exactly. So we were a little bit hesitant because we received an inheritance check 
And with that check and what we have in our checking and our savings, including the emergency, we could pay off our house in full. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, so how much do you owe on your house? Um, after August, we will owe 61000 And how much was the inheritance check? 25000 Okay, and how much do you have in your emergency fund? We have... In that account, 20000 but only 12 dollars earmarked for emergency. Okay, so you have a $12,000 emergency then, fund. Yeah, and then in our checking accounts, we have $20,000. Okay, well, the 20000 from your checking and the 8000 that is not earmarked as an emergency fund are not in this discussion. That's all going towards the house, right? That gets you there, yeah. though, doesn't it? Almost. Almost, and, yes. And then what's your household income? Um, 70, a little over $76,000. Yeah. Well, we do not recommend you go below the twelve, which is your emergency fund. So the answer is no, okay. we don't use your emergency fund to pay off your house. Now, if you had an emergency fund that was three to six months of expenses and you were on the six-month side and you wanted to cheat yes. back to the three-month side for a little bit, and that would do it, but that won't do it here, number one. Number two... Your emergency fund's not huge. Twelve thousand yes. twelve thousand mm-hmm. is not huge. Yeah, we're very frugal. Yeah. So twelve thousand's good. I'm happy with that, but I wouldn't go below that. Okay. So what do you think, Christina? Yeah, I agree. I think I love that you want to pay off the house, and I think that's awesome um, to be in baby step seven, but I think I would just take it a little bit slower to stay safe. I wouldn't I wouldn't jeopardize the emergency fund because again you you could be you know have a roof problem or a leak and then all of a sudden you're in a whole nother different issue so um i love keep the gas on the pedal and keep going forward but just maybe slow it down just a tad bit so that how you much, can how much was the inheritance again um well we've had several portions but this time was twenty five thousand. okay all right so you have fifty three thousand dollars if you don't touch the 12 and you need 61 Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you're within $8,000, and you make $70,000. So you're going to pay off the house yeah. by the first of the year anyway, give or take. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, we're not going below the emergency fund. Because all it does is all take right. it takes about six months off this process, and you're within reach. If you got something else you can sell that you want to... To pay off the house, I'm okay with that, but I'm not going in. I'm not going into the emergency fund. Let me tell you what: when you mess with your emergency fund for something that's not an emergency, it's sending an engraved invitation to Murphy, saying, "Murphy, come screw with my life," because he will. He's standing there, ready to come, and you just open the Murphy gate and let him in. Don't do that. This is the Ramsey Show.
Christina Ellis, number one best-selling author, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host. Teresa is with us in from Lincoln, Nebraska, on the yep. debt-free stage. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Bit of a haul from Lincoln to Nashville. It was a long drive. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome. How much debt did you pay off? $46,303. Way to go. And how long did this take you? 13 months. Good for you. And your range of income during that time? Uh, started at thirty nine and went to 79000 Wow. Very cool. What kind of debt was the forty-six? I had student loans, a car loan, a credit card debt, you everything. Were ki- you were kind of normal. A little bit. So uh, what happened and made you weird? You, I mean, you got lined up on this Ramsey stuff. Tell us the story. So I actually met my current boyfriend, mm-hmm. and we went on our first date. Mm-hmm. And yes, we did talk about money. Um, He's he a real romantic, <laughs> isn't he? <laughs> it, was, it was natural. Um, he <laughs> asked me, though, what my goal was for debt. And I told him I wanted to be debt-free before I was 30. Mm-hmm. At the time, I was 25. Mm-hmm. I was about to turn 26. Mm-hmm. And he was like, okay, yeah. You know, he told me about you, told me how he came on here two years ago. He did his scream. Oh. He's debt-free. Told me his life. I was like, okay, like... This guy's debt-free. He's kind of attractive. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) It processed. (laughs) A couple weeks later, he gifted me the total money makeover. Read it in like two days. He is subtle as a brick through a window, (laughs) isn't he? (laughs) Once he gifted it, I read it. It clicked. And I was like, nope, I've got to do this. So I started hustling. I sold a truck I had. Um, I had a 77 Chevy that I sold. It was my baby. And I told him... I will never sell this truck. I'll never get rid of this. It's not going anywhere. What did it sell for? 4500 It was hard. I still to this day, I'm like, I'm getting that thing back. Mm. <laughs> One day. Um, I had a car. I sold that. I think that's when he took me seriously that I was serious about getting out of debt at that point because he was like, wow, she sold her truck. I told him I'm never selling this thing. Finally sold my truck, sold my car. After that, I started hustling. Just started working before work, full-time job, after work. And after that, I just, once I got into it, it was a competition and I couldn't stop with myself. I was like, oh, I'm going to beat this 17 months. I'm going to beat this 15 months. I'm going to beat it even more than that. And I just kept going and going and going. And then once I got done, it was like, I'm done. (laughs) Really? Man, I love that. I was going to ask you what was the hardest part, but it sounds like the truck. (laughs) The truck was hard, yes, in the beginning, but just continually going was really hard for me. Mm. You know, after so long, you're just like, I'm so tired. Tired of working 15, 16. What do, you, what do you do for a living? I'm a compliance analyst for an energy company. So you had extra hours doing that or you picked up side gigs? Side gigs. What was the best paying side hustle? Um, Probably grocery delivery. Mm. Yeah, I did it all. I did. I think I had like eight of them at one point in time. But yeah. what everything I could. I'm not afraid of hard work, are you? Nope. And you did nope. this pretty quick too. 13 months. That's that's impressive. Yeah, I think when I started it was 16 months and I was like, nope, can't do that. And my original goal was 11, but I, I uh, blew a tranny in my car, so I had to get another car, and just a bunch of stuff happened, medical bills and other things piled on top of that. So so you're working like crazy, you're selling things like crazy. Did people think you were crazy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> people kept asking me, why are you working so much? Why are you doing this? Why? What are you doing? Why? And it just was clear to me, I understood why I wanted that lifestyle. I was sick and tired of constantly making payments not being able to make those payments or only having you know 50 bucks at the end of the day to go and get groceries i was just tired of that lifestyle i didn't want to do it and now i mean when i blew that transmission in that car before that would have been the end of the world i would have been crying and everywhere i still remember that day i called him and i was like just blew the tranny 
he's like what and we're like okay we'll figure it out and i was like all right yeah it's cool we'll get a new car yeah in a matter of moments we had another one lined up and ready to go and it was like just i was like wow this is what it feels like to have that freedom to not stress and not have to put yourself backwards and use a credit card to do it or get a loan to do it as well yeah because amazing it goes from being like this life-altering emergency to an inconvenience. It's like, oh man, that's unfortunate, but yep. we can we can afford this. Yep. So for somebody who's on the fence, who's thinking about starting the baby steps, who has a lot of debt, what would you tell them right now? Figure out your why and what motivates you, and push to get to that goal. Mm. You know, I, I'm a little Go bit competitive. Go on a date with somebody that went through financial peace yeah. negotiation. <laughs> <Or> that. <laughs> that works too. But hey, I, I got FPU on my own. I went through it all. I watched him religiously, took notes. I'm a note person. Wow. So I did that on my own after he gave me the book. And after that, it just clicked in my mind. And I was like, man, what am I doing? This is crazy. I'm, I'm, wor- I'm working too hard to be living this mm. stressful, mm. you yeah. know? Uh, you're, you're amazing. Well done, yeah. girl. You got after it. I love it. So it's proud impressive. of you. So you're, you got out of debt by 26. Is that what you said? Um, no. 27. Just would have turned 27. Okay. All right. Way to go. Just shy. Not even 30 years old though. Nope. Beat that and, goal. And you are free. <laughs> you are free. Which I mean, previously you thought you were just going to be there your whole life. Yeah, I I've honestly never lived a life of not having debt. Yeah. This is the first, and I have never felt more free. You know, coming up here, I would have been super stressed about oh let's go out to eat no 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 like we we got to stick to this budget we're we're on a trip we're still on a budget though Mm. i mean we're on a budget but we're still having fun we're still Mm -hmm. being able to go and do what we want we swipe the card we or debit card or cash when we go to dinner or whatever we do Mm -hmm. so i love that feeling it's amazing i would never go back to that completely in control yeah instead of out of control and don't know what's going to happen exactly the the um uh ambient anxiety that just hangs in the air around you yep. when you don't have a plan and you're not executing yep. uh, even when you're not out of debt yet once you got the plan the anxiety drops off oh yeah because you're just like yep. game on like when the transmission yep. hit and all that it's the same thing it's just game on game yep. on game yep. on game on Who, uh, uh so this is your biggest cheerleader i assume him this was my biggest cheerleader yep okay my mom and my sister were extremely supportive mm-hmm. they're listening right now Okay. Did they think but, you were crazy, or they and they still supported you, or they thought, yeah, finally she's going to do this? I think they thought I was a little bit crazy for how much I was working, mm-hmm. and oh, you need to slow down. But at the end of the day, they knew exactly why I was doing it too. Mm-hmm. You know, just to have that freedom. I'm my stress levels, my anxiety levels. It's like to a healthy rate now. Yeah. You know, not where I was at, where I couldn't. You know, it's just it was really big struggle. And mm-hmm. right before I happened to do this, I moved into my own apartment again Mm -hmm. i was you know going through some crazy time in life and it was just i couldn't even afford i mean at the end of that month i think i had like 50 bucks for groceries Mm -hmm. so it was like uh doing what i could with friends to try and you know like hey i'll babysit your kids but then that means i get a meal or something so Mm -hmm. i'm not having to stress about the money and now it's like i don't even stress about it at all yeah i bet they're so proud of you you are a walking breathing example that is awesome. Yeah, very well done. You're a rock star. We're proud of you. Thank you. Very, very cool. Good stuff. Good stuff. Excellent job. All right, now that you've done it, what do you tell people the key to getting out of debt is? Don't give up. Just keep mm. going. You know why you're doing it. You know what you want. What was Push the low point when you almost gave up? Oh, I think it was probably like the last final months. It was just that point where I was like, I'm so tired. I'm 
exhausted. I was sleeping minimal hours because I was working like crazy. And it was just that hard internal drive to not, you know, I couldn't stop. I knew I couldn't stop, but I didn't want to keep going either. But I knew I didn't want to be in debt. So it was like, choose your hard. What's your hard going to be? Either work or, you know, do your fun and whatever. But at the end of the day, going through and having fun didn't make me happy because I knew I was doing it on debt or it was going to catch up to me later on. So getting that out of the way, it was just. Yeah. There's your lock for now. Choose your heart. I love that. You're going to have one. Choose it. Got a copy of Baby Steps Millionaires for you. That's the next chapter in your story. You're going to be one. No question about it in my mind. A copy of Total Money Makeover for you to give away. Maybe some of those naysayers need need some help. And a Financial Peace University membership as well. And you've been through it, but maybe you can give that away and help somebody. Very proud of you, Charissa. Lincoln, Nebraska, 46,000 paid off in 13 months. Make it 39 to 79. Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream. Three, two, one. I'm debt free. Yeah! This is how it's done. Whoop, 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 whoop. And not even 30. Boom! This is the Ramsey Show. Scripture of the day, Romans 12, 13. Take a constant interest in the needs of God's beloved people and respond by helping them and eagerly welcome people as guests into your home. Robert Louis Stevenson said, don't judge each day by the harvest you reap, but by the seeds you plant. Jackie is with us in Honolulu. Hi, Jackie. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hello. How are y'all? Better than we deserve. What's up in your world? Uh, well, we're, um, me and my husband, we're doing good. Um, we, I just have a question as to where to put the savings that we have. Maybe yes, you guys can help us out. Um, we have combined 47K in debt. Um, and also we are planning a, an actual wedding next year. In, in, in wedding and honeymoon, we want to spend no more than 10K. Um, I have saved up 19k that I've had since before we got together, and I want to put that towards our debt. Um, but my husband thinks that we should put it towards the wedding, and then just keep the remaining as an emergency fund. So we're kind of debating as to where to put the money. Um, and I just wanted to see if you guys can give us some advice. What's your household income going to be after you're married? Uh, well, we got married in court, so we're together now. Uh, we, we just got both got a promotion, so together we're going to make 170K. You got married what? Uh, we've been married for 10 months, but it was only a court wedding. So we want to have an actual wedding next year that our family can be there because our parents were sick, so they weren't able to be there. Gotcha. So you want to have a celebration, but you're married. Yeah, and I, I want to get married to church because I'm Catholic, so I still have to do that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. All right. So now, what is your household income today? Then, uh, together is one seventy k. One hundred and seventy thousand. Wow, you make a lot of yeah. money to be this broke. Uh, well, I mean, I 
technically didn't really have much debt, but now we're married, so it's ours. Mm-hmm. And you're wanting to know which order to pay off the debt? Is that the question? Yeah, because I have 19K in savings, and um, I wanted to pay off my car, and that will leave me 5K. But now with him, he has 33K in debt, motorcycle and student loans. And we also have a wedding coming up. When, so is, when, is, the celebra- I, when is the wedding celebration planned? Uh, it's planned for next year in September. The, this coming September or a year from September? Uh, a year from now, so 2023, September. You have a lot of time to save for that wedding. Well, and especially with that income. Yeah, yeah especially with that yeah. income, I think you can knock out the debt well before the wedding. Um, and in terms of what order, we recommend the debt snowball, which is where you list your debts from smallest to largest, regardless of the interest rates, and you start paying on that smallest debt with aggression. You want to pour everything into that while paying minimum payments on the rest. And then you're going to pay that off. And then you're going to take the payment mm-hmm. from that and pay off the next debt and put all of your aggression into that next debt. And it kind of builds up like a snowball rolling downhill. Um, so yeah, definitely starting with that smallest debt is where we want you. So Jackie, let's talk to him about this. Let me throw out some numbers to you. If I got these right, tell me if I got them right. Okay, you have forty-seven thousand mm-hmm. dollars in debt, and you need ten thousand for a wedding. That's fifty-seven thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you had a wedding in September, fourteen months from now, and you were debt-free, we need fifty-seven thousand dollars to do those two things fourteen months from now. Does that sound right to you? Yeah. Okay, you have twenty thousand dollars. Nineteen. Yeah, basically. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you only need $37,000 in 14 months while making one hundred and seventy grand. I mean, really? I think we can do that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I would take uh, all but $1,000 of the 19. Baby step one, we teach a thing called the baby steps. Baby step one is $1,000 saved. Baby step two is pay off all of your debts, smallest to largest. So I'm going to put $18,000 on the $47,000 worth of debt tomorrow, tonight, at, on the computer, whatever we do, okay? I'm going to get on a written budget, and the two of you are going to be on beans and rice, rice and beans, no eating out, no vacations, no frills. We're getting out of debt, and we're saving for a wedding. And if you can't save or move $37,000 out of 170 in 14 months, something's wrong with you people. <laughs> yeah. No, really? I, I mean, that leaves you 130000 bucks to live on. Yeah. I mean, Hawaii is expensive, uh, but come I on. Like you can get out of it. Come on. 130 oh, yeah. grand? I want to get a house. <laughs> you can't live on 130 grand? No, yeah, we can. We okay. Can. That leaves you 40 to pay off debt, and you'll be debt free. Easy. That's like a hot knife through butter, kiddo. Well, and it's just for a season, yeah. too. It's, it's not it's, forever. It's just for this one little period of time. So the point is, you can be debt-free and have the money for the wedding easily by one year from September. Especially yeah. given we got 18000 bucks to throw at it. Now, yeah. I don't know if you all are going to do that or not, because it sounds like you guys are just kind of sniffing around the edges of this stuff. You haven't decided who you want to be yet, and for sure, he doesn't want to do it. So you guys got to decide, yeah. do we want to be debt-free? Because here's the point. You can be debt-free and have a wedding for $10,000 in September of 23, 
it's only a question of if you will. Mathematically, we're all agreeing right now it's possible. And it is what you should do. So we, we know what you should do. We know what you can do. The only thing we don't know is what you will do. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I was thinking of using the savings, but, you know, he was telling me we should keep them for the wedding in an emergency. Where were you in the last five minutes? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I, I want to pay it off. Okay. All right. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you a wedding gift for your court wedding. <laughs> And we'll see if it sticks for your Catholic wedding. <laughs> I'm going to send you a copy of the Total Money Makeover. You and hubby read that thing, and you're going to start to figure out that I'm right, okay? You cannot save money at $19,000 while you have a car debt and all this other debt, and your money's making a half a percent in the bank and get ahead. You make $170,000. You spend money like you're in Congress. You're going to have to get this in control. And until you do, you're going to live a life of regret. You're going to wake up with a financial hangover, and you're going to feel like you live in chaos and anxiety to anxiety to anxiety like you do right now. And that's why you called me, Jackie. That's why you call, call, you call me for that. You call Christina because she's nice. <laughs> well, Jackie, I was going to say, too, like I would encourage you all to go on a date and talk about your why. It seems like right now paying off the debt doesn't seem like a super huge priority. But like we said earlier, it's just a season. Like if you can get through this season and have a so that, I think you'll see that it's worthwhile. This isn't going to be forever. You said you want to get a house and there's different things you want to do. But dream up what that looks like and think about how's it going to feel to be debt free. We had that debt free scream earlier and she said the thing that kept her going was her why. So live in that for a little bit think of what it is and think of how it'll feel and how good it's going to feel the shortest distance between where you are right now and wealth is to get on a plan learn to work together and clear this debt so that you've got the hundred and seventy thousand you got you make a wonderful income it'd be a shame to get to the end of your life have made this kind of money and have absolutely nothing to show for it that'd be a shame don't do that don't live that life so you're going you're gonna to get a sense of pride, a sense of empowerment, a sense of togetherness when you're working towards a shared goal, like Christine's talking about, a big why, because I think you could be very, very wealthy in five to seven years if you'll get your crap together, but not with the conversation I'm having with you right now. You're just a dog chasing its tail right now. I mean, you're just back and forth, back and forth. Man, we, maybe we need to save a little. Man, listen, the deal is we teach this stuff. We've taught it to 10 million people. This works. We've made more millionaires than anybody you've ever talked to. And that's why we, the latest best-selling book is Baby Steps Millionaires, because we show you how to do it. Now, kiddo, you can do this. We just looked at the numbers. The only question is, will you? That's the only question remaining. You should and you can, but will you? Hang on. Austin will pick up and we'll give you a book. Christina, good hour. Well done. Well done to Kelly, to Andrew, to Zach, to Ben, to Austin, the team in the booth. I am Dave Ramsey, your host. We'll be back with you before you know it. In the meantime, remember, there's ultimately only one way to financial peace, and that's to walk daily with the Prince of Peace, Christ Jesus. Have you been inspired to make a change with your money? Want to know where to start? Take our three-minute money quiz to get a plan you can follow. Go to RamseySolutions.com and search for Get Started to get a plan for your money.